All right, news roundup and information overload hour, 800-941-SEAN, if you want to be a part of the program. Um, We've spoken at length about how dumb some Senate Republicans have been, some to go along with this ridiculous, uh, quote, bipartisan infrastructure plan for $1.2 trillion because Democrats weren't really negotiating because the whole plan that they weren't even hiding it was to write from the beginning to move towards, well, plan B, which is, is they're going to ram everything else through by using the reconciliation process? I mean, it just that that that's what the plan was from the very beginning. And it was just a bad idea for Republicans to give Biden the ability to say, oh, it's all bipartisan. Twenty seven hundred pages, an awful bad bill won't pay for itself. Only a tenth of its spending is for roads and bridges and other real infrastructure projects. The bill drops all this money on the Democratic, you know, New Green Deal socialist wish list. You know, expand broadband Internet access, include a new federal entitlement for low income households, 73 billion for clean energy transmission, 7.5 billion for electric vehicle charging networks. You know, the the pay for this itself stuff, even the CBO said it was two hundred and fifty six billion dollars in terms of the deficit over the next decade. So that was a a big lie. And and right behind it, remember, they already spent six hundred billion. Now they're adding another, what, three point five trillion dollars, which makes it four point one trillion. You know, oh, okay. so what's 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 in this, you know, spending free for all? Well, it's the new Green Deal. This is the Bernie Sanders Biden manifesto. This is the squad's great dream. This is free community college. This is subsidized child care. This is free housing. This is, you know, goes on paid and family and sick leave. This is free pre-K for three and four year olds. This is about climate change. It's all in these bills. Child tax uh, credit extensions, electric cars, green cards, uh it's immigration in other words uh tax hikes on business business doesn't pay higher tax price uh taxes they pass that on to you taxes on income that's that's there too they vaguely call for the salt cap relief well that's to benefit people like schumer and gillibrand and california democrats because you can't deduct state and local income taxes donald trump stopped it by the way, I paid a price for that. As a matter of fact, I ended up paying a lot more because that deduction was taken away from me. I should be doing a backflip over it, but it's not fair to the states that I, that actually elect politicians that balance their budgets and fund their pensions. Anyway, here to weigh in on all of this, uh, Michelle Steele is with us and Republican whip Steve Scalise. Uh, they put up on FoxNews.com uh, an op-ed that when the White House celebrated a 16% decrease in, in prices for select 4th of July cookout items, Americans were left wondering if they were, you know, making a joke because we're now paying, oh, well, let's see, about uh, thirty more per gallon of gasoline. We have 5.5% inflation, which means we're paying more for everything we buy. Then it's costing us more to transport everything that's in our grocery stores and in our and our Lowe's and our Home Depots and in our pharmacies, that's all because of, of energy costs now soaring. And then, of course, the corporate income tax gets passed on to you. So it's all one big lie that you're not going to pay for it. Everybody's paying through the nose. 
Anyway, uh, welcome back to the program. Uh, Congressman, we'll begin with you, your take on this, and what else am I missing here? Yeah, Sean, good to be with you. There's so much in this bill that has nothing to do with infrastructure. And, of course, they call it an infrastructure bill. Uh, Pelosi made it clear from the very beginning the two bills, the infrastructure bill, is directly tied to the tax hike bill. So think about this. The infrastructure is the gateway drug to tax hikes, to more spending. And I'm not talking about hundreds of billions. I'm talking about trillions of dollars. And that's why Michelle Steele and I wrote that op-ed, because it highlights all the things people are paying for already in inflation. And you will get even more inflation if you add trillions more in spending. And it's going to only hurt lower and middle income families. Think about it. Bernie Sanders is the guy writing the bill. Do you really think you're not going to pay more in your paycheck for a bill that Bernie Sanders writes to raise taxes so that they can do the Green New Deal amnesty over a hundred billion dollars with a B for amnesty for illegals as President Borden's got an open border crisis that's now a super spreader event at our southern border. Uh, That's what this is all about. Uh, The two are tied inextricably tax hikes with very little infrastructure. What's your take Congresswoman? You know what there is actually they are creating vehicle mileage tax on the top of gas tax. So this is a double taxation. So this is $1.2 trillion infrastructure that the money that we, the Senate just passed out of the $550 billion are new funding and rest are tax gimmicks to pay for it. So this is going to cost next 10 years, maybe more than 10 years, our kids and our grandchildren have to pay for it. So why under Governor Newsom in California, I came from California and you know, Governor Newsom, we call him, is a dictator because he's the one shut down that all the businesses and all the schools last year. And why, you know, we are, as, as of now, that we are drowned in high taxes and insane spending. Why federal government nationalize it? Because it's been already failed. That's why we have a recalled election on September 14th. It's been said. So people are not happy about it. We have to value taxpayers' hard-earned savings and prioritize the American interest, not just raising taxes. Now, when they when they talk about going up the corporate income tax from 21 to 28 percent, uh, Congressman, and when they talk about, well, this is only going to impact, you know, people that make $400,000 a year annually. It, well, first of all, that's not true. Uh, it's not individuals; that's couples. So it's really two hundred thousand per individual. Am I correct on that point? Yeah, Sean, that's exactly right. And it's like these liberals—they want to have amnesia, or think that you're going to forget about the past. Just a few years ago, before we were able to work with Donald Trump to cut taxes, when we had that highest rate in the world, the highest corporate rate in the industrialized world, millions of jobs were leaving America. Uh, great companies, thousands of great companies, recognizable companies were moving out of America in droves because our tax rate was so high. Those are the middle-class jobs that will leave again. And people get this, by the way, Sean. You know, the the, the liberals in Washington think that you're not going to know, just like they they throw their fancy parties. They tell you to stay at home with three masks on by yourself, and they're out partying with their friends uh, with no masks on. Uh, They're going to tell you it's not going to affect you if you're a certain income level. Well, when that corporation gets a high enough rate to where they move their company overseas, and this happened just a few years ago. Uh, then those jobs are the first things to go. The, the CEO that's making $30 million isn't going to leave America, but he's going to ship the jobs to America. And those are the, 
lower-income, middle-class jobs that we were building back. President Trump brought our middle class back. He created a middle class again. He fought for those hardworking men and women who were left behind by Washington. Uh, President Biden's trying to leave them behind again by shipping their jobs over to foreign countries with a high tax rate and then creating amnesty with $100 billion of their tax money to give amnesty to people that came here illegally. You talk about uh, an irony. People get this. They're fed up with it. Uh, and I uh, hopefully we can kill it in the House. All right, as we continue, Congresswoman Michelle Steele, Congressman Steve Scalise on this infrastructure spending spree madness, unlike anything we've ever seen in history and the lies behind it. Congresswoman, I mean, it's actually one hundred and seven billion allocated uh, with immigration and a pathway to amnesty. And my my question is, you only what need a few Democrats to flip and not go along with this. Are there any any moderate voices in the House of Representatives on the Democratic side that are not going to go along with this? I hope not, because Pelosi, far left progressives are pushing that. You hope not? You mean you hope that they will that they won't go along with it? Not, none of the Repu- Republicans going to go with them. Because uh, like, well, my you question know, is, will Democrats go along with Republicans and stop it? I hope so. <laughs> I'm not really sure that, you know, what Democrats are doing, because it seems like that, you know, they are working together and try to work with the progressives. So I'm not really sure, but I hope so, because we well, really have maybe to maybe I guess them. you're the they're the whip for those people that don't understand the Washington speak terminology. And um, you're, you're the vote counter for the Republican side. I, I can't imagine a single Republican member of the House is going along with this. Uh, there's only a, a five seat difference. My my last count. Are there any Democrats you see wavering, saying that this is not going to help me with my reelection? Too bad. I'm not going along with this madness. Steve? Yeah, Sean, there's there's probably about 30 to 40 Democrats right now that no, they probably already cast so many votes that we're going to be able to beat most of them anyway. But this bill, the tax hike bill especially, uh, is incredibly unpopular as much as they think the class warfare game's working for them. People get that when you raise taxes, no matter who you raise taxes on, it's going to hurt lower and middle income workers, and it's going to ship millions of jobs out. So they right now can only lose three votes because there's two special elections that don't happen till November. So, Sean, between now and November, Pelosi only has a three-vote majority. And if we hold all Republicans together on the tax hike bill, which I'm very confident we will, that means if just three Democrats vote with us, and there are a lot more Democrats in moderate districts than three, uh, then she doesn't have the votes. Today, she doesn't have the votes. She's working to get them, and they're going to try to throw hundreds of billions of dollars around to, to buy those off. Uh, but right now, they don't how have many, the votes. How many people, people do you think are members. leaning against this bill because they know that that's the end of their political career back in their home district? I'm talking you about have Democrats. You at least a dozen members. You have at least a dozen Democrats right now who have expressed concerns with the bill. Doesn't mean they'll vote no right now, but they're not for it now, which means... Even if you're, so you, have a, you have a lot of listeners, Sean. You have millions of people listening right now. Even if you're represented by a Democrat, pick up the phone and call your member of Congress and let them know how strongly you are opposed to this bill. Uh, the bill, borrowing money from our kids. Think about it. Our kids are going to get the, this isn't paid for. Even with the tax hikes, there will be hundreds of billions of dollars of debt, which means you're going to give every one of our kids in America a mortgage, but they don't get the house. They will have a mortgage to pay off without the House because of the debt in this bill. That leads to higher inflation. 
not, not least of which is going to be less opportunity for our kids. So call your member of Congress right now and tell them why you're against this. Uh, I think we can still hold at least a dozen of them off right now, and, and then let's just give us time to get more of the information about what's in the bill. There's so much bad stuff in the bill that we just need to keep getting the information out. Well, that I agree with. Uh, listen, I wish you both luck. Um, I'm not that optimistic. I've seen this movie before, uh, but I will tell you this. This this plan is laid out. We can't afford it, number one. Number two, the American people won't want it. And number three, th- th- this is the end of it. This will now put be the this this will be the rise of the the Tea Party 2.0 and Americans are going to reject it because they're going to be paying through the nose and all the lies that are being told. Oh, only if you make four hundred thousand dollars a year. First of all, that's per couple. That's not an individual. Oh, we're just going to we're going to we're going to punish these evil corporations. Yeah, they're going to pass that cost on to you. Yeah, the high cost of energy and all this money that they're throwing around all over the place. It's got to come from some place. Well, that's going to come from the American taxpayer. And then we're going to pay more for every single good and service we get. And listen, I, I, I can afford all the bacon I want. I do my own grocery shopping. And, you know, Oscar Mayer bacon, thick cut bacon used to be, you know, five fifty, you know, for what, a pound of bacon. Now it's eight fifty for a pound of bacon where I go shopping. Now, does that impact Sean Hannity? No, it doesn't. At one point in my life, it impacted me. I wouldn't have gotten it. But I'm at a point where it doesn't. But it's impacting literally the middle class in this country and people that don't deserve this. And we had an economy that was just on a roll, a historic roll, with record low unemployment for every demographic group. And we've thrown it all away. We've thrown energy independence away. We've opened up the borders for the biggest super spreader event in history. You got China, you know, following through on their, you know, geographical ambitions uh, all across the China Sea and lecturing us on human rights. You got Putin hacking us left and right, and he's rewarded with a pipeline waiver and a, and a summit. Uh, then you got the Iranian mullahs getting seven billion because of Biden pressure to South Korea to release that money. I'm like, I wouldn't. Why, why are we fighting for the mullahs in Iran? This is America last. This is what it means. I hope you get the three votes. If anybody can do it, Steve Scalise, I know it's you. Uh, Congresswoman, it's great to have you you on as well. I wish you both success in what you're doing, but um, uh, I'm not going to sit here and and tell you that I'm optimistic. I'm not. And this is going to be disastrous, and we're all going to pay the price. We're paying it now. Anyway, 800-941-SEAN is our number. We'll get to your calls. Final half hour of the program. All right, 25 to the top of the hour. Let's take the news of Cuomo in chronological order here. First, we're going to play him saying that the allegations are false. Then now today saying I take full responsibility for my actions. I didn't realize I crossed a line. I made a mistake inappropriately touching a female trooper. Uh, announcing his resignation. I'll, I'll play it so you can hear it in kind of chronological order. The report said I sexually harassed 11 women. That was the headline people heard and saw and reacted to. The reaction was outrage. It should have been. However, it was also false. My lawyers, as you just heard from Rita Glavin, have reviewed the report over the past several days and have already raised serious issues and flaws 
that should concern all New Yorkers. Because when there is a bias or a lack of fairness in the justice system, it is a concern for everyone, not just those immediately affected. The most serious allegations made against me had no credible factual basis in the report. And there is a difference between alleged improper conduct and concluding sexual harassment. At public events, troopers will often hold doors open or guard the doorways. When I walk past them, I often will give them a grip of the arm, a pat on the face, a touch on the stomach, a slap on the back. It's my way of saying, I see you, I appreciate you, and I thank you. I'm not comfortable just walking past and ignoring them. Of course, usually they are male troopers. In this case, I don't remember doing it at all. I didn't do it consciously with the female trooper. I did not mean any sexual connotation. I did not mean any intimacy by it. I just wasn't thinking. It was totally thoughtless in the literal sense of the word. But it was also insensitive. It was embarrassing to her and it was disrespectful. It was a mistake. And I think that given the circumstances, the best way I can help now is if I step aside and let government get back to governing. And therefore, that's what I'll do. Because I work for you. And doing the right thing is doing the right thing for you. Because as we say, it's not about me. It's about we. Kathy Hochul, my lieutenant governor, is smart and competent. This transition must be seamless. We have a lot going on. I'm very worried about the Delta variant, and so should you be. But she can come up to speed quickly, and my resignation will be effective in 14 days. Uh, here is what I, I think tipped the balance in all of this. It was, it was a powerful interview. I had to go over to the mansion to help the governor with a state of the state speech. I wasn't there late. I did my final edit. And while I was upstairs in the office, the governor said, why don't we take a selfie? So his suggestion, you yes. said. With I, your phone? With my phone. I then felt while taking the selfie his hand go down my back onto my butt and he started rubbing it not sliding it not you know quickly brushing over it rubbing my butt and did you ask him what are you doing well this was while i was taking the selfie i became so nervous that my hands were clearly shaking and a lot of the photos that i was snapping were completely blurry I showed him them and he said, oh, you know, those aren't, you know, those aren't good. And he said, why don't we go sit on the couch and we can take a better one. So you sat on the couch? Um, I sat on the couch because I thought to myself, okay, I don't think on the couch that he would have a way to just do what he just did. So I felt safer actually on the couch. And 
in the photo, you know, I have my arm wrapped around his shoulder, mm-hmm. you know, almost as if, you know, we were taking a picture with a buddy. Mm-hmm. And that is the one that has been blurred out, that has been now released to the public. Now, that's the second woman that's come on the record. That's Brittany Camiso. So that is said, groping, grabbing, fondling, unwanted touching, et cetera, et cetera. Again, both crimes. I mean, the last statement is this is criminal and it's... um you know, it's it it's just not going to fly. Anyway, anyway, let's get to our phones. Uh, if I, the one thing I can say is, for those of you living in New York, don't think New York's going to change politically. That's not going to happen right now. Now, whether one of the, whether the people of New York have just had it with high taxes, Albany corruption, Andrew Cuomo, you know, a a, a radical socialist assembly and senate and unequal justice under the law defunding the police you know no fracking that would you know literally save new york in and of itself um i don't think my hopes aren't high there's always a chance i mean you got you got guys like you know rob astorino and andrew giuliani and uh, what's the name? Congressman Zeldin running for governor. You got Curtis Sliwa running as an independent Republican uh, for mayor of New York City. He'd be a great mayor. He's going to he's running on Rudy Giuliani's platform. What worked in the Giuliani years, he will implement again and they'll work again if they use them. And a guy has proven himself, you know, with a lot of street cred by going out there every day in the subways. He's done it for decades to help protect new yorkers and in the process you know taking even in some cases kids that are are troubled and and giving them a purpose in life and transforming their lives i've seen it i've been there uh i've seen these guys on the subway when i'm do i go on the subway much now no i'm not really i'm kind of canceled in new york wouldn't you say linda half canceled yeah i think that's fair probably three quarters 80 percent canceled depends on where you are it depends on what point, what, what point of the day it might be. Yeah. And then a lot of people say, well, why do you always go to the same restaurants? Because my friends in the restaurants protect me. <laughs> That's what, that very, simple. Very, very true. They're all family. Is there anybody that, that when I become friends with people and, and I become a customer, if I like people and owners and so on and so forth, well, what do I, I go back again and again and again. Oh, yeah. And I don't, you love the same places. My local pizza place. I'm sorry. Go ahead. What? No, I was saying you love all the same places. You're a creature of habit. Yeah, but I also, you know, all, you know how much extra food I ordered during the pandemic? If I ever added it up, it would probably rival my son's Uber Eat and Grubhub pills. Which I are... don't know about that, boy. That guy can eat. <laughs> my son graduates college and, you know, he's, he's now running his own thing. He's doing, you know, he's, in, he's making his own money. And I'm like, okay, that's it. You're on your own. He goes, Dad, you said that I could have unlimited amount of money for food. You're not going to ever yell at me because I buy food. I said, nope. And and you as many Ubers as I want. You said, unlimited Ubers. Because who? what parent wants in the age of Uber, you know, their kids to be driving if they've been out at a party, if they've had a couple of drinks, whatever. Um. So, yeah, I said, yeah. I said, you still have un, unlimited you, you know, amount of food you can buy and unlimited amount of Uber that you can use. But the only difference is now you have to pay for it. <laughs> he could not believe it. 
And I'm like, and then I'm telling his sister, yeah, that's you in three years. And she's like, what? I'm like, what, what, what is this? A reality check here? You know, what's my gift for graduation? I supported you throughout college. Now go make that your is, own money. That's exactly right. That's the perfect <laughs> gift. And my no debt. Really, I like this. I like this watch. And I said, how much is the watch? You, now, anybody that knows me knows I don't wear any jewelry. I hate jewelry. You know, I just wear <laughs> baseball hats, uh, firemen, T-shirts and, and police and FBI T-shirts and hats. And I wear my kids' school shirts that they bought me, which are really nice. And I like I like that. You know what I like now? I'm into the long sleeve T-shirt. I don't know why. I just love it. It's 98 I, degrees outside. I know, but I like to sweat. Like when I'm working out with Sensei, I love to sweat. So I like you. You know, because when I when I saw you recently, we were on the road. You saw me. You were like, "What are you doing?" And I said, yeah. "Don't you like this cool shirt?" And you yeah, just, I like it in the winter time, not in the summertime when it's really hot. Right now, I have sweat beating off my head because I like to sweat because it just it it helps it helps my energy flow better. Okay, well, that's just you? weird, but you do you. No, I'm not being weird. That's not weird. One, you know, we had a good, you know, I had a good workout today, even though I'm really injured. But, but uh, now you're right. dressed long-sleeved and you're sitting perfectly still. Yeah, and I mean, I, I can't even begin to tell you the, the the level of pain I feel right now because I just am too stubborn and I'm not going to stop working out. All right. Anyway. Are we, are we talking about that or are we not talking about that? No, we're not going to talk about the real part. All right, we're not going to talk about it. All right, 800 and you and you know why? Because nobody really wants to hear it anyway. Number one and number two. Okay, you know we all have little aches and pains and and twists and turns and and this and that. No, what do you want me to complain that I that you know I I twisted my knee? That's what it has to do with. And then it's a bigger story than that. But I'm not going to. Well, yeah, because you twisted your knee and you were belligerent and you didn't intend not, to. What it. do you mean I was belligerent? I wasn't belligerent. How long? How long was your knee bothering you? Okay, about two weeks. <clears throat> okay. Sorry, how long? It, about two weeks. <laughs> so there you go. What, 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 does that amuse you? Yes, because you could have gotten to healing faster if you would just admit I, that you're I in a little bit of pain. I took ibuprofen and I took, uh, what, I put ice on it and I did all What do you things. always say? I'm not a doctor. I'm uh, not going to pretend to be you know, one on radio and TV. I love people throw my words right back mm -hmm. in my face. You're just mm -hmm. like my kids. That's so annoying. I've been here long enough. Ugh. Sarah, California, the United Socialist Utopia. Hey, Sarah. Uh, September, what is it, 15th? you got a big recall going on out there. We sure do. And I'm such a huge part of it right now. I have recalls. I have some stickers in my car, hanging off my door, on my um, front lawn, and I've got extras in the back just in case somebody decides to steal my my lawn signs. <laughs> oh man! Wow, you're excited. Well, you know it's going to be about turnout. I think that California this week is mailing out. Last I checked, about 24 million ballots. Good luck keeping the integrity in that system. I yeah, I feel you on that. When they were talking about recall, I was talking about well, what about our election integrity before we start even with the recall? But You'll be moving to that. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm, listen, I'm, I'm not going to be dishonest. I'm just going to be honest. I, I do not have faith in the election integrity in a state like California that is run solely by one party. It's a one-party state like New York. I don't trust I, I it. I totally agree. I totally agree. However, I can't sit back and do nothing. My children are in school. They're back in masks. They're back in school. They're, we're, we're looking at these um, vaccine mandates and... 
we are, I, I either move out or I push back as hard with everything I have. And this is my last hole, my last push, my last, hey, you know, I've been sitting on the sidelines for so long that I needed to get involved. And here I am um, doing the best I can with what I've got, raising children and having a husband and, you know, a career. So life is yeah. hard. What you're describing is. is everybody. You know, you you work. Everybody works hard. You're trying to do good, do good by your kids and raise them right, and you know, get them to study, get good grades, take them to their activities. You know, find a a little time to have fun as a family. But I mean, life's busy. I mean, day to day life is a grind, and that's the way it's designed. And I'm really, you know, it's kind of like the Brooks and Dunn song. You know, that's what it's all about. And if you haven't heard it, Google it and listen to it and watch the video. And, you know, these are the things that, you you know, when you really think back, you're most fond of. All right, we love you, Sarah. We're going to be watching you stay closely, I promise. 800-941-SHAWN is our number. Wrap things up for today. All right, Cuomo resigns. We'll have the very latest. We're, we're not going to ignore what's in this insane infrastructure bill. Uh, that, yes, is going to tax and hurt every single American. Uh, loaded up tonight, the great one, Mark Levin, Senator Kennedy. He's become like a program hero. Uh, Janice Dean has been working hard to get rid of Cuomo. She'll join us. Joe Concha, Mike Huckabee, uh, Greg Jarrett will join us. Sarah Carter's investigation and Dana Lash. And also maybe Ron DeSantis. 9 Eastern, Hannity, Fox. We'll see you then. Back here tomorrow. Thank you, as always, for being with us.